Hey Gems, welcome back to the show. Let's not waste any time and jump straight into the topic. We are back at it again, talking about attachment style. In this series right now, we're discussing and going through each primary fear, what that looks like, and how to manage and overcome it. So we've already done um, how to manage and overcome abandonment issues, how to deal with rejection sensitivity, and now we're going to talk about how to overcome the fear of judgment, okay? So, you know, if you haven't listened to the other episodes, I highly recommend, I highly encourage that you go back and listen to the All About Attachment episode and each one after that because they all build on each other. They all create this wealth of knowledge and understanding how we attach in our relationships because you know, if you don't know your attachment style yet, I highly recommend that you start looking into it, doing some research to understand, um, because it has the the potential to really change the trajectory of your romantic relationships, your professional relationships, and your relationships with friends and family. So, you know, you being able to understand yourself and what contributes to the way that you react and respond as well as understanding, you know, what makes people the way that they are, because oftentimes we have people in our lives that are completely opposite of us, and it can be difficult to understand where they're coming from and see things from their point of view. So I feel like attachment creates this way for us to have greater levels of empathy for each other and understanding, you know, why we are the way that we are and do the things that we do. So, um, like I've mentioned before, there's the four major attachment fears, which are fear of abandonment, fear of rejection, judgment, fear of, and rejection and judgment kind of go together, um, fear of not being enough and fear of failure. So those are the two that we'll be doing in the next couple of weeks here. Today, we're focusing on fear of judgment. To me, everything comes down to love and fear. Every decision we make is going to be based out of one of those two things. Ideally, to me, I think that if we can make more decisions based on love, we would be in such a better place because fear clouds our judgment. It forces us to make decisions that we wouldn't otherwise make without that feeling being there. Oftentimes we compromise, we settle, and we choose unhappiness because of the fear of what's on the other side of that decision that we're we're unsure of as opposed to making our decisions out of love and abundance really which could lead to still challenges life isn't easy um but deeper levels of gratitude joy abundance you know fear comes from scarcity so that's why it's all connected that's why we can have these conversations around relationships as well as finances and there be a baseline kind of common thread because all of it comes from love or fear if you have fear with your money you're going to have certain experiences if you have love with your money you're going to have certain experiences i'm not saying love your money i'm saying love with money love with your relationship with money anywho let's get back to relationships because you listen i could go on all kinds of tangents anywho um what fear will do in your relationships if we act from that place and have a fear of judgment specifically will force us to not be authentic 
which leads to suffering for us. I've talked about it before that our thoughts, feelings, and actions being aligned is what we need in order to experience less suffering. So if we're making choices out of fear and what we think and feel is that we want to be our genuine selves, but we fear someone judging us as weird, as clingy, as too distant, fill in the blank, then we will act different than we think and we feel. We might act like we're not clingy. We might act like we are more affectionate than we actually would like to be. We might act, fill in the blank, which is different than our thoughts and our feelings, which at the end of the day will lead to suffering for us us being the person compromising ourselves. If we com- if you compromise yourself, the result is always going to be um, dis- dissonance. Cognitive dissonance is what it's called from a CBT lens, cognitive behavioral therapy. So understanding yourself, thinking back to experiences in your relationships, um, have you compromised yourself before? Have you cut away and settled and made decisions based out of fear? And what did that result in for you? Doing the same thing over and over again, expecting a different result is what? Y'all already know. Insanity. So at what point do we become aware of what's going on if there are any patterns and then seek to try something different in order to get a different result. So that leads us to how to manage um, and overcome fear of judgment. These are just a few tips. I will link the article in the show notes for you to be able to read up on. But You really want to be able to go within. First is going within. Go within, know yourself to be strong in who you are. Who you are as you are right now is absolutely perfect and enough. Now, we all have room to grow and evolve. We all make poor choices sometimes. We all make mistakes, um, things that we would have done differently if we were given the chance. But that doesn't mean that we are, you know, not good enough or that we are not lovable. It just means that we we have room to grow. So being able to know who you are and find strength in that um, can be helpful in being able to stand your ground when you face judgment. Because guess what? Everybody's going to face judgment at one time or another, especially when people don't see your vision, especially when people um, are wrapped up in their own stuff. So they can't allow for you to be authentic in their presence because they can't do it themselves. So don't let someone else's issues with themselves become the influence that changes you to compromise who you are okay so you want to go within you also want to resist right that's what i was just talking about Um, put space between allowing influence over your opinion so you feel however you feel and if someone comes in and says oh i think that's stupid don't waver don't say oh yeah you know what that's stupid I know some of y'all, when someone says, when someone disagrees or goes against what you say or think, you sway, you feel shook so that you you start to move in, instead of standing your ground. Stand your ground in what you know. Now be open to have conversations, to learn, but don't let someone else and their feelings influence and change the way that you feel about yourself, the way that you feel about um, a situation in, in your belief. Now, you want to, awareness is so necessary. I, I'll probably mention it in every single episode because it is literally the key to your life's success and joy and peace and happiness. You want to be aware of your inner voice. 
And it might be more voices than that. Listen, I got a couple, okay? That doesn't make you crazy. Thoughts are just coming in the forms of voices. Now, being aware of that inner voice and then tracing it back to figure out where did that inner voice come from? Where did these inner voices come from? Are they from me? Are they from my parents? Are they from my siblings? Are they from my teacher? Because oftentimes what will happen is that we will pick up and get these things from the outside in our environment and then we'll adopt them and continue to replay these tapes in our minds for ourselves and then someone else's voice then becomes ours so if mom used to dread you growing up for what you wore and how you dressed and what you how you talked and whatever now as an adult you're highly judgmental of yourself you may have adopted mom's voice from childhood so you want to understand one being aware of the voices and then you want to understand how and where they came from so that you can figure out does this voice serve me now How can we turn down the volume on that voice so that you're able to cope and manage where you're at? You want to, like I said, going within, that's you making yourself a priority. A lot of times people are giving, 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 giving. It's not bad to be generous. It's not bad to have a huge heart. It's not bad to be um, an empath or highly sensitive, but we have to have boundaries. I'm reading the book Boundaries right now. It's so good. We have to create boundaries in order for our way of being to be sustainable for us in the long term. So make yourself a priority. Selfishness is selflessness. I'm going to say it again. Selfishness is selflessness. When you make yourself a priority, then hopefully you can give from your overflow and you can love people more deeply. You can have more gratitude because when we don't make ourselves a priority, guess what happens? It leads to resentment and it leads to anger, frustration, misunderstanding, burnout, right? So you want to find a way to make yourself a priority within reason, obviously. You don't want to be like mean to people all of a sudden. (laughs) And then in doing so, you are investing in yourself. You are the best investment you will ever make. What gets me, what I have trouble understanding is how we have a tendency to invest in all of these things outside of ourselves, whether it's spending money on certain things, whether it's spending energy on certain things and certain people, we won't even spend that amount on ourselves. We won't spend that amount of money on ourselves, but you're willing to jump to go and help somebody else and you ain't got it. Or you're willing to spend your energy on someone else or on a relationship and you don't spend that amount of energy on yourself. So reevaluate your investment in yourself because that's going to be a reflection of your self-worth. Okay? I love you. I appreciate you. I want to mention that we are starting a community soon here. So if you're not on the email list, you must join the email list. I'm telling you, one of the things that I've been hearing so much about is that, you know, people have been quenching, desiring to have a community. And so that's what I'm working on is creating a community where we can really do life together is the premise. Let's do life together because it's hard. (laughs) We need support. And in joining the email list, you'll be notified as soon as that is, you know, up and running in the in the works. Um, 
But yes, you want to join the email list because there's going to be some really cool things coming up that you don't want to miss. If you love the podcast, then you're going to love this community because I will be sharing gems there, creating courses, creating, you know, just space for us to have conversations, a book club. So yes, I can't, I'm too excited. I have to stop talking about it, (laughs) but I look forward to meeting all of us in that place and having this space. I do want to thank Nicole J21 for leaving a review on Apple Podcasts saying dope podcast. Jacent drops all the gems. I learned so much just from her personal debt-free journey, but the people on the show are also awesome. Do yourself a favor and tune in. Thank you, Nicole J21, and thank you all the rest of you gems. I will talk to you next time. If you enjoyed this episode and would like to support the podcast, you have a few options. You can subscribe to the podcast wherever you listen to it, and you'll be notified as new episodes are uploaded. You can also leave a review or send me your feedback. Doing so helps me to create content that's relevant to what you want to hear about. And last, you can share the podcast with a friend. Whether it's directly or sharing it on your social media, it helps them to know that you think that this is information that they need to hear about. Thank you.